Welcome back. Episode 15 of the Hockey House podcast presented by Selly Hockey Co. I'm Murph, joined virtually by Glick and Fitz. How are you boys doing today? Doing good, Murph. Uh, back at school. Happy to be back with the boys, too. How are you doing, Glick? Not bad. I'm also back in school, but in my room rather than at Temple. But I had my first day of, of classes. Unfortunately, I had an 8 a.m., so a bit of a rough start. But, you know, just excited. Glick. Glick goes from skiing in Lake Placid. He gets home and he can't even relax because he's got to wake up for an 8 a.m. Yeah, I just completely forgot like my schedule and I didn't have it on my phone. So I got back. It was probably like, I mean, it wasn't super late, but it, it was kind of late. I go on my laptop. I'm like, all right, what time do I got to send my alarm for? And I go over to like my Tuesday schedule. And I see 8 a.m. I'm like, fuck, why did I have to pick an 8 a.m. for tomorrow? Well, Glick, you get bonus points for repping the brand while skiing this weekend. Of course I have to. You're not a hockey player unless you're wearing one of your jerseys while skiing. Love to see it. Even in the the goalie cut, too. (laughs) It looks – I probably, like – you know those, like, wingsuits that they have? I probably look like that flying down the mountain. They're taking flight while you're going down. (laughs) Got a little extra air on the ramps because of it. Uh, well, we've got a great interview today. Uh, we just got off off the phone with Bronson Moore, goalie at Arizona State. Um, he's actually playing for the Division One team right now. He's in the lineup dressing for them as their third-string goalie. So we talked to him a lot about that. He actually was calling from Minnesota. They're playing the Golden Gophers, the number four team in the country, as he talks about. Um, he's had a crazy – uh last couple months at in arizona and he he goes into detail it was just an awesome interview um but before we get to that we do have some huge news out of the acha i'm calling this the mega bowl um we've got liberty and liu for those of you who don't know liu announced that they were having a a division one hockey team and i want to say it was late march like we're well into the shutdown and Long Island University announced that they were going to look for a coach and then they were going to recruit a team to play this season. And not only did they recruit a full team and, and start playing, but they did it all during a pandemic, um, a wild feat. And when Liberty announced that their schedule, when Liberty announced their schedule at the start of the season, it had LIU going to the LaHaye Ice Center Um Obviously, it's going to look a lot different now with no fans in Lynchburg, but the the LIU Sharks will travel to Lynchburg to play the Liberty Flames, and we get ACHA versus NCAA on ESPN Plus Friday night and Saturday. What are we thinking, boys? Got to stay true to the brand, like Glick was saying. Um, I'm going Liberty, and – I'm going Liberty just because I, I know you said it's two game set, so I don't I don't know what's gonna happen in both games. I know Liberty's gonna get one win at least, but um Okay. Yeah. They got nothing to lose. You know? See, they, um, got oh, sorry. Behind, they got all of ACHA behind them. So Fitz, have okay. now Fitz, have you seen the LIU jerseys? I don't even need to. Don't even know. <laughs> I don't know, don't Fitz. Even need I, to. I think you should look up the LIU jerseys. Even, all right, I'll look them up. Yeah, I mean, I feel that LA is not going to take Liberty as seriously as maybe some of their like NCAA teams. So I feel like the first game is going to be pretty close. I think Liberty will 
definitely get at least one of the two games for sure. All right. Well, I'm glad that you guys said that Liberty's going to get one win because now I can just be the I I can go to the other side. I think I think Liberty puts up a fight. I think they get swept. I think. Uh, I think. And like, as much as I would love, as much as I would love for Liberty, I no, I don't want to say love for Liberty to win because I don't want. Deep down, I don't want to see Liberty win, but I think it would be good for the ACHA if Liberty won. However, LIU beat Army last weekend. Army is a legit college hockey program that's been around for many, many years, and LIU went in and beat them. Now, that being said, we got to look at the whole picture. Is LIU going to play their full roster? They start their third string goalie. Like, what's what's happening here? I don't know, but I think I wouldn't be surprised to see Liberty jump out to an early lead on Friday night, and then, um, you know, LIU mounts a comeback, and then they kind of stomp on them on Saturday and get the sweep. But um, I- I'm excited. I think it's going to be good hockey. Yeah, if, if Liberty wins, it'll be the Friday game. Yeah. They'll still the, the, game one. the other factor you have to remember is, is like if this game is was being played in a normal year, it would be packed at Liberty. And that's like, you know, every ACHA team loves to play at Liberty because it's like the biggest game of the season. And for LIU, it would be like every other away game because that's what all the D1 ranks look like. Um, so it'll be interesting. And Liberty hasn't played anybody this semester. LIU has been playing this whole time. So I'll be, I I'll be watching. I, I, I'm in my room quarantining right now, so I have nothing better to do. Fitz, have you seen the jerseys yet? I just looked them up. They look like highlighters to me. <laughs> this is not a fan of LIU at all. And any capacity. He's, I just found out they were a school like 30 minutes before the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, uh, any fans of LIU. I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't know if they have fans, Fitz. <laughs> no, like, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, I think they play, they play at, like, the Islanders practice facility. They probably haven't played a game with fans yet, so they don't have them. Maybe so they'll they're... get some fans after this weekend. So it's, they're basically have the ACHA experience. They're practicing or they're playing just some random rank, no fans. Honestly, though, look at look at Liberty. They started the year, they played NC State, a Division II ACHA team, and now they're going to play LIU, a D1 NCAA team. That is quite the spectrum for the Flames. I did see someone comment on the post we put up, and they were like, should be Adrian playing in this game since they beat Liberty 7 0. <laughs> well, and, and that brings up another question. If LIU wins 7 0, do we sit here and say that Adrian is as good as the Division One team? And I, if Liberty I, I, wins, then there's two ACC yeah. teams that are better than a Division One team because Adrian, or did I say Adrian wins? If Liberty wins, sorry. If Liberty wins a game against LIU, then it's like, okay, well, Adrian beat Liberty, so they're both better than LIU. Just buy the transitive property. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to have to look at the college hockey food chain after this weekend and see <laughs> where everybody ranks. Uh, all right. Well, like I said, great interview coming up. Bronson Moore uh, out in Minnesota representing Arizona State. We'll, t- we'll turn it over to him right now. <laughs> 
This week, we're pleased to welcome from Tri-City, Washington, and the Arizona State Sun Devils, goaltender Bronson Moore. Morsey, how are you doing today? Going on, guys. Happy to be here. Hey, we're, we're happy to have you. Um, just briefly, uh, we'll let you get, introduce yourself. For, for those listening, we've got uh, Bronson on, and he is currently – what state are you in right now? Minnesota. He's in Minnesota traveling with the ASU NCAA team right now. We'll, we'll get into that a bit, but – uh, Morsey, how did you end up at Arizona State? What was your, your hockey career like growing up? Uh, I first left home at 15. Uh, not a whole lot of hockey in Tri-Cities for youth. So I moved to Seattle, Washington and played for Team Seattle for a year out there. Uh, then I played two years at AAA in Wenatchee, Washington. Um, then I started junior and went out to Minnesota where I played out here for two years. Decided it was way too cold. I didn't want to be here anymore. And uh, there's a couple, like, I was looking at D3 schools, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Boston area, Pittsburgh area. Um, none of those really made me excited. Uh, so I started looking into some ACHA schools, and I couldn't complain about going to ASU and the palm trees. So uh, I called the coach and ended up out there. Not a bad gig down there, uh, for sure. And, and you're, are you a junior right now? Yeah, I'm a junior, but this will be my last year. I'm graduating, unfortunately. Oh, hey, graduating early, though. Yeah, no five years for this guy. Academic weapon. Yeah. Just got it done early. I don't know if so, you guys saw, but the NCAA team at ASU just had their uh, highest um, grade point average of a semester ever, and I'm thinking I had something to do with that. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> wow, they're just tacking you on. Uh, that's that's the, the real reason I got rostered. Wow, there we go. So, um, what, how we start things off always, what was your welcome to the ACHA moment, the moment where uh, you realized uh, that you were playing hockey at Arizona State? Um, I couldn't think of really anything crazy that happened. Uh, when we go down to U of A, we play in front of like 4,000 fans. Um, it's pretty absurd. Uh, they have a chant that they do after uh, they score, and it's – he shoots, he scores. Hey, goalie, you suck. It's all your fault over and over and over again. Um, so that was pretty bad. And they started chanting my ex-girlfriend's name. That was kind of when it hit home. Like, damn, that sucks. Um, so They did the research for that. Wow. Yeah. And, like, I, like, just broken up with her. And I was like, why are they chanting this? Like, it was wild. So uh, I couldn't even believe that they had found it to begin with. Um but, yeah, going down there is uh, – it's eye-opening for sure, playing that big of a stadium and just having everybody – they're just insane down there. So, is, is U of A your biggest rivalry? Yeah, for sure, without a doubt. We play them eight times a year, six times we play them down there. Um, they actually pay us as the SHA team to go play them because uh, they'll sell out $20, $30 a ticket in 4,000 people. So they pay us to go down there because it's so beneficial for their program. That's actually yeah. insane. Yeah. That's like when um, in college football where like the, the power five teams pay some like FBS team to come play them and then they just pump the tires off of them in the first game of the season. And that's always U of A's plan. They did it our freshman year. Uh, <laughs> we were 0-8 against U of A my freshman year. Last year we had an even 4-4 split, but – Freshman year was tough. And uh, so doing a little research, when you uh, first arrived in Arizona, did you not have Sun Devil pads yet? Did you have to wear your old ones? 
Yeah, I had uh, green and green and yellow pads from Breezy Point, Minnesota. I had the matching helmet, but no uh, no pads, glove blocker. It was all green and yellow for probably two and a half months. I was waiting on bond pads for like six months. It was brutal. Did you get any? I'm sure you got plenty of chirps about the green pads. Oh yeah, I mean, I I just gave it to myself though. I was like, oh yeah, I'm colorblind, you know. <laughs> yeah, you I just gotta accept it at that point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least to me, I was like, at least my stuff matches. And at one point, like somebody could look at me and be like, oh, like he had good style. Um, I didn't have like a green blocker and a blue glove. Like, at least it was all kind of. You could see that I was put together at one point in time. And and I mean, the it paid off because the new pads you have are pretty sick. Those Vaughn ones with the I don't yeah, know what you would yeah, call the design pattern you have. They're pretty sick though. We'll be sure to post a, post a picture so people know what the real you looks like. <laughs> um, so bef- before we get into the interview, do you want to kind of explain your situation right now, how you ended up in a hotel room in Minnesota wearing an ASU tracksuit? Yeah, so uh, the Big Ten, the ASU joined the Big Ten for just all their games this year. Uh, our NCAA team did. Uh, not a single home game, everything on the road. Um so having it be COVID year and everything else, there's just a ton going on with this team. So uh, they have to have two goalies at all times. If they have an injury, somebody's out with COVID, whatever it is, um, like they're done. If they have two uh, less than two goalies, they have to forfeit. So I got a call first semester from the head coach, Greg Powers. And uh, basically just telling me the situation, explaining that to me and saying, hey, we want to roster you. Um, this is our plan. If something were to happen, would you be here? Like, is that something you can do? Like, you're the first guy we want to talk to. Um, so I ended up working out. I went through the whole uh, NCAA eligibility um, checks and the COVID testing and the physical testing and everything else that I had to do uh, to be eligible to play. Uh, then I actually never saw the team because they left that week. And they didn't come back. They were on a 25-day road trip. They got extended to 36 days. Um, and by the time they came back, I was already gone back home for winter break. So I didn't even see the team until uh, second semester. There was a kid that was injured, hadn't left uh, with the team to go to Notre Dame about a week and a half, two weeks ago. And uh, he was skating Thursday, Friday, and then heading out Sunday morning to go join the team because he was um, cleared to play again. So I skated with him Thursday, skated with him Friday. And on Friday morning, he shot a puck through my cat eye. And you can kind of see this, like, mark right here. Uh, I actually got eight stitches. They just got pulled out uh, a couple of days this last Friday. But he shot the puck through my cat eye. Uh, his dad actually happens to be a leading orthopedic surgeon in Arizona. So I go over to his house. He lays me down on the kitchen counter. And he does my eight stitches on his kitchen counter. Um, I go home. By this time, I'm in a lot of pain. Like, I'm sitting there with it it's throbbing. I've got a big goose egg. Like he was yanking around having to clean it and stuff. So it was, it was finally setting in no more adrenaline. Like now it hurts. Um, I had texted the ASU team trainer. Uh, he just checked in see how I was doing. Then I got a coach from, or a call from uh, the head coach, Greg Powers. And I was expecting it to be, Hey, like, how was your face? Like, I know it got pretty messed up this morning. Like you got your eight zippers. How you doing? And that's how he let off. Uh, and then he followed up with, Hey, here's the situation. We need you to fly out Sunday morning and, you know, join us on the road. Um, so it was like probably within 48 hours, I was on a plane and uh, starting 
this I think it's like a 20-day road trip that we're on right now. Uh, but I joined the guys in Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana, and uh, we road tripped from there to Wisconsin, played Wisconsin last weekend, and then uh, we just got to or yeah, we just got to Minnesota yesterday. So starting the week of practice here, then we play against uh, the Gophers, the number four Golden Gophers later this week. That is a wild week. It's it, <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> now, I'm assuming the the ACHA team isn't playing right now, right? No, our season actually got canceled. We haven't like like announced it on social media yet, um, but we were canceled like two months ago. They gave us the, the you guys are done. So, the guys are doing like a four on four league. Um, we kind of split it up into two. We had like we did it first semester too. We have like a hundred players. Uh, divided into Division One and Division Two, 12, 13 guys a team, uh, just kind of playing four on four and keeping guys going. But they just started that up like last week for second semester. Gotcha. So you you were just back in Tempe, just like skating, and they gave you the call to get on a plane to Indiana. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, before winter break, I was skating with a bunch of pro guys. I don't know if you want to get into that one right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've probably got the best Instagram picture of any guest we've ever had. Yeah, it's uh, it also got the most likes I've ever had. Um, I look like shit in it, so that's all right. But it's just happy to be there. So uh, for the guys listening, it's it's me, uh, Connor McDavid, and Austin Matthews in the photo. Um, and for two weeks before I left for winter break, I was skating with these guys every day. It was uh, Matthews, McDavid, Taze, uh, Dumba, Duclair. Shane Doan was the coach. There's probably five or six AHL guys out there as well. A um, couple of them actually made NHL rosters now that like going back, but uh, just it was probably the best skate going on in the country in the world. I mean, really, like you've got those guys out there. It was uh, it was pretty elite. It was a lot of fun to be a part of. Um, but I was training with those guys every day and skating with them and just being in the locker room with them, hearing their stories and stuff. So that's what I was. It was actually kind of like a we kind of dropped in speed going with the NCAA guys, but uh, I can't get much better than Matthews or McDavid. It's kind of unbelievable. How did you manage that, like, to go out and skate with them? Uh, my ACHA coach saw um, that they were skating, and they, he just went and asked Shane Doan, like, hey, do you need a guy? And he's like, yeah, sure, like, we can have another goalie out here. So I went and joined and started uh, practicing with the guys. It was a pretty crazy call to my coach. Like, hey, do you want to do this? They're skating every morning, like 10.30. Can't really tell anybody because they're wearing different brands and stuff. So the ring kind of gets, like, locked down. They turned off the live barn. Like, you can't can't really, like, get in and watch because guys are trying on different brands against their, uh, their signing and stuff like that. But I was like, yeah, what am I going to say? No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what was Matthew shot like? Deceptive, dude. He's just – unbelievable he's just a gifted goal scorer it's uh quick release you never know when he's going to shoot it he can load up to shoot and if you're there to make the save he'll like push it over off his toe or something and just change the angle and yeah he's phenomenal Nick David's unbelievable too man like he came down so basically all these guys would do is they do like maybe four drills to get things going some skill drills or flow drills and then it was three on three the whole time um they do best of seven games to three and they're unbelievably competitive. And basically it was play until Matthews won. <laughs> if we, uh, if he, if he lost four games to one, 
hey, you guys want to go another one? And everybody would stay. And then everybody would stay if he lost. Everybody would stay if he lost. And if he, once he finally won, he'd be like, all right, I think I'll, I'll be done for the day. And everybody else would kind of follow his path. But So is he kind of like the king because he's the Arizona kid of the group? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, him and, him and McDavid were both, like, definitely the alphas. But at the same time, like, it's – it's Matthews. He's McDavid was very quiet. Like he's definitely more the soft-spoken one, whereas Matthews is super like competitive and outgoing. So it's kind of whatever he said goes. And uh, who were the? Were there any other pro goalies there? Uh, Peter Budai was one of the other goalies there. Um, Ex NHLer had like a 17-year NHL career. Um, he played beer league last year in Scottsdale, and he still got it. Like he's still a. Uh, He's still a stud goalie. Man, talk about a, in a year where your season gets canceled, you've probably had more highlights than you ever would have imagined. Yeah, it's definitely – it's a good way to go out this way. I, I'm not going to regret it at all. Going – you know, being an ACHA guy, I never really panned out my career where it wanted to go, right? Like, none of us planned on playing in the ACHA. Uh, we all wanted to go D1, whatever um didn't work out that way but like to get the opportunity to play with those guys and be here with uh the NCAA guys like it, it just feels good to know that like I can compete at that level and not get absolutely embarrassed so going back yes. to the NCAA guys what's it like uh just in the locker room are they I mean just because you're coming in as a club guy have they just like accepted you as just another one of the yeah players? super good guys like yeah, accept me right away, like, treat me like one of the boys, uh, hanging out in the hotels and stuff. Like, as soon as I got there, they kind of did what you guys did is they had already been – they already had, like, a team meeting planning my nickname. Like, they were trying <laughs> to figure out, like, what to call me. And I showed up, and they just – like, after the game, uh, the coach introduced me, and everybody starts, like, banging on lockers. Oh, LeBron! He's <laughs> going nuts. That's sick. So, they're, they're cool guys for sure. And now, did they, like, hand you, like, a backpack filled with, like, ASU hockey gear to give you? So, nobody's there, right? Everybody was on the road trip already. Everybody was already at Notre Dame. Uh, there was no trainers in town, no, uh, no equipment guys in town. So, I got on a FaceTime call with, like, to be, like, uh, an assistant equipment manager. Um, the kid's in Toronto. He's home. He didn't come back to, like, I'm having to go into train like equipment guy's office, pulling in little drawers, finding the keys for things, going out into storage. They've got like big storage units outside, uh, picking through every single box, showing him what's in the box. And he's like, oh, take that, take that, take that. Oh yeah. You're going to need one of those. You're going to need one of those. Grab one of those. Grab that. I'm going to see if I can't pull up a picture real quick, just for you guys that are on the video. Let's see. Oh, wow. That, that's three pairs of shoes, three beanies, like tracksuits galore, backpack, duffel bag, workout gear, anything I could ever like dream. Like, come on. Just uh, completely updated my wardrobe. So that was well, pretty and, unbelievable. Like, not only are you going from ACHA to NCAA, but you're going to, like, the number one team in the NCAA in terms of, like, the swag that they get. Yeah, yeah. I've got three pant shells right now that I'm wearing. Uh, I actually went out to the second Wisconsin game with the wrong pant shells on. There's nobody oh, told no. me. Oh, no. It was just warm-ups. So I went out to warm-ups and fixed them after, but nobody told me. Like, 
they just had their the trainer moved their pants like they had their maroons all week the trainer took their pants and put the black pants in their stall but neither of the guys were like hey you need to put on your other shelves like they just didn't even think about it so arizona state problems yeah yeah tough It'd be phenomenal if you still had the green pads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still have it. Still have. I don't think I would have gotten the call up though. Like, All right, this kid doesn't look the part. He's, oh uh, yeah, you no definitely gym. look the part though with your gear right now. Yeah, yeah, it looks nice. They had to give me a couple new cages too, so that didn't happen again. But uh, didn't want to have any more pucks to the face. So how many how many goalies do they have right now in Minnesota? Are there three of you? Yeah, there's three of us here right now. Uh, the other one's homesick. Uh, he actually got mono. So um, he's stuck over there. Uh, don't know how long he'll be out for. I assume that he'll be able to go by the next trip. So I won't be with them on the road the next trip. Uh, but we'll see. Never know. So how, how good are your door skills right now at the NCAA level? Uh, don't open any doors. They like to hop. Uh, I was chatting ah. up the other, the other team's goalie pretty good. though. We're, we're buddies now at Wisconsin, which is pretty cool. I told him we were talking to Cole Caulfield a little bit. Uh, he like came up to me the second day because I told uh, Robbie Baydoon was the the backup those days in Wisconsin or yeah for Wisconsin in Wisconsin, and uh, I told him about like skating with those pro guys. And uh, Cole Caulfield comes up to me and I, man, you skating with Amos? That's those guys. Like, what was that like? I was like, dude, probably like skating with you, like first round draft pick. Like, shut up, dude. Like, why are you excited? Uh, like I congratulated him on gold and like, he was a really good guy. Like he was just, he's an unbelievable hockey player. I don't know if you, <laughs> if you guys have had the chance to watch him yet, but uh, he's extremely skilled. Yeah. But he's been guy. lighting it up at, lighting it up at Wisconsin this year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, he was great at world juniors too. A little little yeah. U 20 gold doesn't hurt your resume. Not at all. <laughs> he and he's just like the fourth best hockey player you've skated with in the past year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, unbelievable. And just the guys in the ASU team too. I mean, like uh Johnny Walker's got 106 points in 103 games. Freshman, uh Matthew Copperwood, he's got I think it's 16 points right now. I think he's got six more goals than any other player in NCAA and he leads all of NCAA in points and he's a freshman. Like He's having an unbelievable season. He just got injured, unfortunately. So hopefully he's back soon. But pretty impressive stat line by a couple of these guys. I was gonna say it must be hard. Must be so hard to recruit at ASU. Oh, it's dude. Our ACHA team doesn't recruit people. Just we have like North American League guys, BC guys, made a couple of USHL guys, like just reaching out to us during the year. Like, hey, we want to come here. Like this is what we want to do. Okay, like we're not gonna go scout a dubs tournament why are we going to spend the money to go do that if we can just have these you know tier two north american league guys reaching out wanting to play there so spend it on some more swag apparel yeah exactly literally the only thing holding back asu was the rink off campus and now that problem's been solved it's coming they're they're going to be a powerhouse yeah absolutely and especially if like once that rink comes then a conference will allow them in and it's looking like they'll go uh like they'll go into the Big Ten, which will, I mean, that'll just help them too. That's this is a good conference, man. Like Minnesota, Wisconsin, both the Michigan teams. It's phenomenal hockey. 
All right, uh, enough enough of with the, the legit hockey. Let's let's circle back to the ACHA. What we're here for. Um, what what what's it like playing um, for the ACHA team? What's the relationship like? Like, do you guys have your own locker room at Oceanside? How, how does that work? Yeah, we've got our own locker room. It's actually pretty sweet. It's unfortunate because when the uh, NCAA team came in, they took over the ACHA locker room because they were the ACHA team and just kind of stayed in the locker room. Uh, so that locker room was really nice. Um, but basically what they've done is they made a big add-on to the back of the rink, which was two – what I was told is it's basically like two uh, like portable schoolhouses that they put together and then built the locker room inside. So we've got all wooden, like all really nice wooden stalls. Like it looks like a professional, like grade locker room. Um, so it's really nice to have that. Uh, the only downside is that the coach's office is connected to the locker room by just, there's just a door, but like um, that can be kind of weird for guys. Like they can't, you know, sit there and complain sometimes when they want to, because they're like, oh shit, coach is right there. I can't be like, gosh, like, you know, coach didn't play me today or whatever, whatever they're bitching about. Well, and speaking of coaches, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Greg Powers was the ACHA coach, and he just was – he's now still with the team as the NCAA coach. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, not only was he the ACHA coach, he actually is a three-time ACHA All-American goalie at ASU. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. He went on uh, – when he came in, they were really good as well, and they went on like – huge run of unbeaten against U of A. Like it was, I want to say it was like upwards of 50 games. Like they started that and then it kept going and they never lost U of A for that long. Wow. Greg Powers is like the Patrick Waugh of the ACHA. If Patrick Waugh turned out to be a coach. (laughs) On his birthday this year, I sent him a text and I said, happy birthday to the greatest goalie the ACHA has ever seen. And uh, he shut that down. He, you know, he was pretty humble about it, but I was like, Oh, well, no wonder you got the call to play for his team this fall. (laughs) Oh, I was hard. No, no, this was like after I got rostered. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. All right. right. No, I didn't have his number when I was, or uh, before I was (laughs) rostered. I was just a nobody. There we go. Um, But yeah, more about like playing at ASU for the ACHA team, like locker room sweet. It's a lot better hockey than I ever expected it to be. Like looking at all the like D3 schools I had, you know, like I said, like offers in Minnesota, Wisconsin, like looking at those schools, they get a good amount of North American League guys, BC guys. Um, they just don't make the cut for D1 and want to keep playing. Uh, the biggest thing for me was those, all the D3s, it's, it's hockey. Like they, it's four more years of juniors. These guys all are still like trying to play minor pro, whatever the deal is. Um, for me, like I, I'm trying to go to med school after this. Like I want to become an orthopedic surgeon. I don't, I don't need to focus on hockey. I don't need to grind for four more years at juniors. So um, our schedule is pretty like easy hockey wise ASU. It's like Mondays we'll have off if we have uh, games that weekend, practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Uh, sometimes a workout Monday, depending on how things are going. Um, Only an hour long practices. So we're not, you know, on the ice for two hours, hour and a half, two hours at a time. It just kind of cuts down everything, lets you focus a little bit more on classes um but the hockey's good and we were really good if we would have been able to play this season we had a legit chance at a national championship like we thought last year we could do it um with the guys we had and we were we we were good we had um some really good north american league guys couple bc a couple aj um 
just definitely some like really talented tier three guys some top end tier three guys too and like we we could have done it we were a good team we beat good teams uh but the guys that we had coming in this year that would have just added depth to our roster and you know seeing what they could do in this four on four league that we just played and a couple transfers from uh buff state d3 like we were freaking good man like we would have been a contender no matter who we played um so it's a shame that we didn't get a play this year, but the hockey's good. Now, are, are you guys in a conference? We were, we were talking to the UNLV guys last week, and they said they played you guys a lot too. Yeah, so they just joined. This This would have been their first year in the in the WCHL. Um, but it's, So it's the Western Collegiate Hockey League. Uh, it's U of A, us. We just added UNLV. This would have been their first season. Uh, Grand Canyon University, GCU, this would have been their first season. Uh, Utah. I don't remember if Utah was in the league or not. Uh, I think this might have been their first season as well. Um, but then both the Colorados, um, Missouri, and uh, both the Oklahoma, Central Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. It's a pretty good conference. It's definitely, definitely a good conference. We had, I mean, at one point, my sophomore year, we had, I think it was like five out of the seven teams or eight teams that were currently in the conference were in the top 20. Um, it might have even been higher than that at one point, like top 15 with uh, Oklahoma's up there, Central, us, U of A, and Missouri. I think we're all in the top 20. Um, so we were getting really good strength of schedule every week, which is nice too. Oh, we I was Niagara Shitters. So a lot of those teams are pretty far away from ASU. How do you guys travel? You guys, uh, do you guys ever fly to away games or you guys usually just take a bus? Yeah, we'll fly to Oklahoma. Uh, my freshman year, we flew everywhere except for, I think, UNLV. Um, we'll, we bus now. Like, we bus to save some money. We bus to Utah and bus to Colorado. Uh, not too bad. It was like a nine, ten-hour bus ride. Um, but we'd leave kind of 7 p.m. or something like that. So you'd be on the bus, be awake with the boys for four or five hours, pass out, uh, and you're there. So it wasn't too bad travel-wise. Um, but everywhere else, we'd, we'd fly. I have like a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a big question. So would you trade everything that's happened here? Like you got to meet McDavid, Matthews, you're on the NCAA team at ASU. Would you trade all that just to have another club season with the ACHA squad at ASU? That's a tough one, honestly, because I think the issue there for me is that it's a dream come true to be able to skate with those guys, like the pro guys. Who else? I'll be telling my grandkids about that one day. It was phenomenal. Um, Being here with the NCAA guys, another dream come true, like being around these guys, being with the team, like it's unbelievably cool. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to play. And if I do, I mean, if I do, that'd be awesome. Right. But um, I, I loved playing with the ACHA guys. I loved the compete. If we could play in front of fans, if it was a no fan season, I'd probably say no. I'd stick with where I'm at now. Um, but if we got to play in front of some fans, like there's nothing more fun than going down to U of A and sticking it to them in front of all those fans. And same with UNLV, they'll pack a pretty good crowd. Missouri packs a good crowd. Um, that's just fun. I, it's fun to play in those big atmospheres. Um, and you never know. I mean, with the team that we had, it would have been a lot of fun, and we definitely could have won a national championship. So I'd probably say, like, with the group we had, if it would have been any different, I would say I'd keep where I'm at. 
Um, but with the group we had, I'd probably go for another ACHA season. Um, it, it would have been one, uh, one to remember, I think, for sure. It's crazy. It just goes back to what you were saying about, like, so many guys, like, they're, they're scrounging around looking for D3 schools to play at. And, like, you're not getting those 4,000 fans at a tiny no. school in Wisconsin. No. Like, you're not going to travel to Oklahoma, Missouri, Colorado, Utah. Like, that just doesn't happen. That's, like, that, that makes just the ACHA so special is playing at these big-time schools in front of fans like this, especially out west. Yeah, and you're getting a degree from a school that somebody's heard of before, man. Like, nobody's heard of a lot of these D3 schools. Like, if I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Becker, Worcester, Endicott, like, nobody has any idea what those are, where those are, unless you're from that, like, uh, like that Boston area. Nobody has any idea what these schools are. Um, Augsburg in Minnesota, nobody's ever heard of that. Yeah, so, if you like walk into like an interview and like say this is where I went to school, they're gonna be like, "Where is that? Is that even a real place?" Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Especially I, with, with me trying to go to like med school, like a big university degree is way better than a degree from you know this little liberal arts school. Yeah, I'm not sure Westfield State would have had the degree you were looking for. Probably not. Yeah, they probably have a lot of like farming or something. I don't even know what they do out there. <laughs> And uh, agriculture. Another thing about Arizona, do you guys now? Do you guys live off campus together? I'm sure you guys got a, a pretty sick hockey house. Yeah, a lot of guys. So we actually don't have like a hockey house. Um, there's a thing called the cottages. So it's basically a bunch of townhomes surrounding this massive pool. Um, great place to live. Five hockey houses is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Honestly, that's pretty much what it is. Um, so a bunch of the guys live there. Uh, it's like four or five bedroom townhomes. Um, so a bunch of guys will be out there. I think we have like three or four of those right now. Um, I know some of the NCAA guys actually live there too. Um, but I mean, for, I never lived with any of the guys. Uh, my best friend actually that I like grew up with, we were in daycare together and we were like in diapers, like kid and I know each other our whole lives. Uh, he was always a baseball guy, not a hockey guy, but, uh, he came to ASU, um, I think two years before I did, um, his mom actually passed away like the year I was looking to make a commitment. So it was one of those things where I was like, I, I want to be there with him. Um, I hope he doesn't like listen to this because I don't know that I've ever even told him that, but like it, he was a heat, like him being here was a big decision for me. Um, Cause I just wanted to kind of be there and be around. Um, it was just a difficult time in his life for sure. Uh, so that had a big, like, that was a big reason for me to like pick ASU. That was like the kind of pushing thing to push me away from D3 too, because all your coaches in junior say, you know, it's NCAA or die is what they're just pushing. And then nobody ever tells you to go ACHA. So, um, but that was a big reason, but he actually li- uh, owns the apartment that we live in. So I just live with him. Uh, he owns it outright. So I don't have to worry about uh, renewing my lease or anything like that. It's just, he's kept the same, same rate for me. It's been cheap. He, I mean, it's definitely cheaper than what I would find. Otherwise you get that best friend rate. So that's pretty nice. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a pretty sick. And it, like we, we mentioned this last week too. It's like so many junior hockey leagues, like you see them announcing their commitments and it's to these schools like Becker college and Westfield state. And like, they're not even announcing that they got guys going to ASU, UNLV. It's so weird. Like, why wouldn't you? I, I, I get this. Because it's the NCAA stigma. It's, 
for some reason, people think the NCAA D3 is so good. Like, don't get me wrong. The top 10%, it's good. It's really good hockey. But outside of that, you're looking at all tier three guys anyway. If you're trying to make, like, the next level, like, whatever, why is it a school that's all tier three guys? That doesn't make sense to me. Why? I, I just never got that either. Like, why is it a step up if there's six of the kids that played on the New Jersey 87s or whatever? In the EHL, those guys are always pumping out commitments. Like, they have six guys on this Becker team or whatever, and you're just adding to the Tier 3 guys on the, on the list. Like, it's just a continuation of Tier 3 hockey to me. And, and like you said, you guys had two guys coming from, from Buff State. I'm sure they would have helped and made a good impact on the team, but I don't think they were going to look like McDavid out there and, like, way above the level of play or anything. No, they, they fit in and they were like, they would have been good depth players and good additions for sure. Uh, one of them probably would have been a top two line guy. Uh, he played in the AJ before. Um, and the other one was just, he's a little smaller, undersized, but he was a good hockey player too. He would have been an excellent third line guy. He probably could have played power play too because he was very skilled. Um, but it wasn't like they came in as a transfer and they were these un, like unbelievable studs. Like yep. They're just they're hockey players. It wasn't like they came in and were this amazing NCAA commit. Wow. It wasn't that at all. It was just a good addition to the, an already good team. Yeah. Well, we, we've, we've kept it pretty serious here. There's, there's so many things that at ASU, are there any, any funny memories you have looking back on, on playing in the ACHA? Uh, I, I'm kind of disappointed. Like I don't have any like off the top of my head that I can think of. Uh, well, how about pizza, this? Every night at the hotels, that's never fun. Um, we were talking earlier. I asked if you were from Tempe, Arizona. Why Why did I think that? <laughs> so on my Elite <laughs> Prospects, it says Tempe. Uh, from that I'm from Tempe, Arizona. I'm six foot, 180 pounds. And if you look up any of my other teammates, it's going to say the exact same thing because our entire team got rostered as six foot, 180 pounds from Tempe, Arizona. So... Uh, I'm like 5'10 from <laughs> Washington. Um, I guess that's a little ACHA thing. I don't even know how that happened. Um, it just went into our uh, our computer. I guess nobody went to set it up on our website, and then Elite Prospects got a hold of it, and now that's that's the record. And you were saying Colorado State has the same thing. So Yeah. Every, every guy on the Colorado State roster is from Fort Collins, Colorado, and I think they're all 6'1", they're all 180 pounds. 181. That's what ours is. 181 pounds. <laughs> Don't know why. It's just ridiculous. That's awesome. So, hey, uh, Morsey, we'll, we'll wrap this up, but I just want – I'm curious. Aside from hockey, what's your favorite thing to do at Arizona State? There's a clean answer and there's not a clean answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say aside from hockey, uh, spending time with my girlfriend in the sunshine. There we go. Hey, good, we'll make sure she answer. listens to this. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, the nightlife's pretty cool there, too. Uh, I'm actually a bartender in Old Town Scottsdale. So um, when I'm not playing hockey or doing school, I'm, I'm pretty much working out there a lot. So that's a great gig. Being a bartender out there is uh, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> Nobody's my, uh... disappointed to see you when you're a bartender. Yeah, I'll give my a bunch of my buddies from Syracuse. So our season ended 
and right before the pandemic hit like they went to a wedding on like march 15th in arizona and they ripped up the bars in scottsdale for a night and it was like it was like two nights before the pandemic came and everything got shut down i love that for them we were still waiting the clubs are open now but it's sit down only like you get bottle service and they just bring bottles to your table and you have to sit there you can't nobody can like try to get any girls to come over like they're just kind of stuck so fortunately for me like my girlfriend's a rocket way too cute for me don't know what i like i don't know what she sees so not a big deal if i dude i'm hideous like i'm a loser like she's just way too good so she she saw she the Instagram pic of uh, McDavid and Matthews definitely uh, boosts your confidence though right? Yeah yeah I mean it's good for me. Um, yeah she's got a crush on Matthews though so that's dangerous. Um, I just try to show her pictures of him with his uh, with any hat off because he's got a huge melon just the biggest forehead ever. So he tries to hide it. If you look on his Instagram it's all beanie hat hat beanie. Um, I try to like kind of show her those. Like he's not that good looking, babe. Like I don't care about is, the money. Like is that why you got the stash going too? Is that for Matthews? I think it might have a little influence from skating with him. Yeah, does it look pretty good? I guess, it looks I good. I like it. Yeah, I'm it's a little it. dangerous. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> little lip lettuce for the boys. For the boys. All right. Well, hey, Bronson. Once again, thanks for joining us. Uh, taking the time out of your busy NCAA Division One schedule. Um, we hope we hope that you get to crack the lineup in a game. If you know, if maybe ASU gets up a couple goals, they throw you in with ten minutes to go in the third. That's that's like we'll an see. ideal situation. He said it. Uh, you know, Greg said that could happen if they go up by a bunch. He said he might throw me in for the last couple of minutes, and that'd be pretty sweet. But for now, stat lines: zero games played, thirty dinners eaten. I'll take it. Yeah.